The Wealth Equation Podcast by Maurice L. Wilson reveals how to accelerate your wealth and secure more money, time, and freedom by leveraging the investment powers of real estate, entrepreneurship, the stock market, and more. Tune in as host Maurice L. Wilson, an engineer turned financial advisor, offers you the step-by-step formula to solve your wealth equation once and for all. Here's Maurice. Hello and welcome to the first episode of The Wealth Equation for 2021. Happy New Year, everyone. Hopefully you are getting off to a great start. It's January 11th. A little behind on getting this episode out. meant to get it out by the end of the first week. But uh, just things going on with the firm. Um, Obviously the headlines and just a lot going on this year already. Uh, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, the firm is growing. Um, we're uh, helping clients out, uh, taking on some new initiatives on some of our other platforms, uh, Instagram and Facebook business page and whatnot. So we are definitely geared up this year. Um, looking forward to what lies ahead and hope you're doing the same. Um, it's customary in this environment to reflect on politics and the country and give some type of spin. Um, I think that's in uh, great supply on other uh, shows and obviously on TV and in social media. Um, so uh, we are not immune to what happens outside of the world of finance. Um, life is a combination of different experiences in different spheres uh, to make up, you know, the whole person and, and one's experience. So we're aware of what's going on, but want to give you a place where we can just focus on the money for now. There, there may be other episodes where I might reflect on what's going on uh, in the broader society. But for now, I want to focus on selling high. And this is the sell high equation for the first episode of the wealth equation for 2021. And right now, uh, if you own Bitcoin or Tesla or technology stocks in general, uh, things are really going well for you right now. Um, And you're probably wondering, when should I uh, get out while the getting is good? And it helps to look throughout history at other hot runs. Bitcoin had a really hot run back in 2017. Marijuana, particularly with the Tilray stock, the one backed by Peter Thiel, went up a lot, I think maybe three years ago. And of course, Tesla went up in 2019 and has just exploded. So it's important to know that at some point you're going to have to sell some of these hot investments. Um, And it's for one simple reason. You don't make money buying good investments at high prices. So if you own these investments, the last thing you can really do is put a lot of money in them at these price points. Uh, For example, if you had bought Bitcoin in the last weeks of 2017, when it was at its highest, Not only did you lose a lot of money, it took you years to recover and make some money versus buying it maybe a year or two before it reached its highs. Money is made when you buy good stocks, good investments at low prices. 
Um, similarly, the person who's buying Tesla today, they're going to get a lower return than the person who bought a year ago. Um, and conversely, and more importantly, the person who's selling today is going to have more money to buy when all of these investments go on sale tomorrow. So we want to talk today about you know, how do you sell? How do you get out of these positions uh, in a manner that doesn't leave you wishing that you had stayed in longer, doesn't leave you regretting your decisions, but allows you to make uh, a wise selection in a practical way to get out of some of these stocks and investments that have done very well. And it's easier to buy these things when they're lower. It takes wisdom to sell when they're higher. You know, when things are going bad, when I did the buy low equation, I think roughly a year ago, almost a year ago, uh, you know, stocks were on sale for 30, 40, 50 percent off. Airlines, movie theaters, cruise lines were all off. You really just had to have courage to buy at those prices. And courage can be faked. You can say, you know what? I'm going to be apathetic and that can be courage. You can uh, you can be lucky and have courage. But wisdom, wisdom, which which you have to have when you're selling, when everybody else is screaming, hold it. Mm -hmm. Wisdom cannot be faked. Wisdom comes from some experience. Wisdom comes from a sober look at what's going on. And you need to be wise when selling great investments at high prices. And so the first step you need to do is you need to make the right assumption. So there are only two assumptions to make when stocks are at these prices. Mm -hmm. Either they're going to continue to grow to the sky or gravity is real. And at some point, stocks will go down just as they have gone up. Now, when we say go down, I don't mean that Tesla's going to go all the way back to its initial price offering. We just mean that maybe there's a 20, 30, 40 percent return to a more you know normal price for tesla for bitcoin for all these work from home stocks um at some point they will return to what we call the mean or, or what is known as a mean reversion uh you can look that up uh, in, in investopedia or really in the math world but at some point gravity does take hold uh, and these stocks do return to some sense of normalcy. And so you have to make the right assumption. Hey, uh, Tesla is at $850, $880 today. Surely it's going to be at $1,700 by the end of the year. Or maybe it goes down to $500 before going to $1,700. You have to make the right assumption before you move on to selling. And that's largely a personal choice. Uh, but should you decide to sell, there are three options to look at for how you sell. Uh, and I've kind of wanted to uh, put some language around this that would be appealing to people instead of saying, hey, put a stop loss order in or a limit order or a trailing stop order. So I put some interesting uh, names on these options. Uh, the first option is the house money option. Now, house money is just what it sounds like. We're going to take our gains. Imagine you're at a uh, at in Las Vegas. I've never been never been to Vegas. I'm not a gambler, but you're sitting at, let's call it the craps table and you put 10,000 in and now you're up to a hundred thousand. Uh, if you took 90,000 off the table and left 10,000 in, you're playing with house money. You've already made money. 
So you're putting back in your initial investment. And so at that point, you can say, look, uh, you know, I've got 90,000 in my pocket. I left 10,000 out there. I'll ride this hand until it goes down 5,000 or makes me more money. And that's house money, as opposed to leaving all of your gains in the market and waiting for the door to hit you in the face as you try to get out, um, which has happened before. It happened to Bitcoin investors in 2017. It happened to dot-com investors at the turn of the century. It happened to real estate investors uh, back in the beginning of this of the last decade. Staying too long at the party, staying too long at the gambling table can hit you. So one way to avoid that is to play with house money, which is to sell down to your original investment, Leave that original investment in the market and then pick a point at which you will sell that original investment. And that way your losses have been limited to a percentage of what you originally invested versus leaving your entire position out. And when the market goes down 25, 50 percent, you've lost half of what you earned. So basically you are reducing your risk back to your original investment versus risking all of your gains. So that's the first option. You can take that option if you think the market's going to go down. Another option is the seatbelt option. Uh, so you're going to keep everything in. You're going to go 100 miles an hour and you feel confident that if something happens, you've got this seatbelt that's going to stop you from crashing through the window shield. So you're going to be a little bit riskier with the seatbelt option. Um, and this is for people who may be just starting out, just starting to build wealth. They want to get as much as they can while the getting is good. No judgment there. Now, to do this, you will set up what's called a trailing stop limit order. And what happens is let's just use some easy numbers. Let's say mm -hmm. you bought an investment at ten dollars and it goes up tenfold to one hundred dollars. And you're like, wow, OK, Maurice just told me to choose the house money option where I would sell the difference between what I invested, which is ten dollars and where I am now, which is one hundred. So I'm going to take ninety dollars off the table, leave that ten dollars in and kind of see what happens. But let's say you wanted to keep that hot hand going. You want it to max out. Hey, Maurice, what if it goes up to two hundred? I don't want to miss out on that. So you choose the seatbelt option. And the way that will work is you will say, you know what? I'm going to protect myself if this investment falls 5, 10, 15, 25% below the highest price it's reached. So in this case, let's walk it through. You buy an investment at $10 a share. It goes up to 100. You put a trailing stop order on it at 10% below its highest price. So if it goes from 100 to 150, but then drops $15, then it will sell at 135. If it goes from 100 to 200 and it drops 10% or $20, it will sell at 180. The price adjusts for a percentage below the highest price of that stock or investment after you purchase it. It's a great way to ride the wave. There's only one caveat. If you get into a situation and let's look at it like this during the height of the real estate crisis, uh, Wachovia 
closed its doors on a Friday and did not open again as Wachovia. Um, it was absorbed by uh, who bought Wachovia? I forget at the time. I guess Wells Fargo wound up getting them. Um, but they cease to exist as a as an ongoing concern that can happen with your stock, but not quite the same way. Your stock can close at one price on Friday and open substantially lower because of what's happened on the weekend. And therefore, you aren't able to sell at the price you may have wanted. So let's say you got a trailing stop limit order on a hundred dollar stock and it's set to sell at 10 percent below. The highest price and the highest price is one hundred dollars. Uh, something happens on the weekend. Uh, there's some geopolitical issues. There's a, a raid on the American capital. Just playing. Um, and so the market opens 20 percent lower. Right. Well, your stock will open usually 20 percent lower as well. Well, it will not sell at that 10 percent limit that you want it. It will sell at the next lowest price that it can get. So sometimes you can sell at a lot lower price than you were thinking. Uh, and that can be problematic with limit orders. So something to keep in mind, it's a great way to stay in the game as long as you can, but be wary of these opening and closing prices. And it doesn't have to be a weekend. It can be Monday, close on Monday, open on Tuesday, but open substan substantially lower. And then the last option for selling, uh, we're trying to sell stocks at high prices in a sensible manner. You can simply do something that you've heard before, but may not have really uh, understood completely, which is a rebalance, a sensible rebalance. And this is really for the long term investor who is buying a company that they believe is going to be here not only when they retire, but when their kids retire. So those are, are generational wealth stocks. Those are things like McDonald's, Disney, Nike, not giving any recommendations here, but there are certain stocks you can invest in that will give you and your kids and your kids, kids returns uh, for years because they, they completely dominate their field, their field. They're usually well run. Sometimes McDonald's gets poorly run, but they get a new CEO and they figure it out. Sometimes Nike will get a competitor like Under Armour. Then they'll adjust and they'll take them out. Uh, they, they were number one when you were a kid. They're number one now and they'll be number one then. Uh, even Disney, right? Your kids want to go to Disney. You wanted to go to Disney and your grandkids are going to want to go to Disney. So for something like that, it's OK that sometimes those stocks get hot. And you want to take some gains off the table. So what you can do is you can do a rebalance. This is a little bit similar to playing with house money, but not as severe. So let's say, you know, you want 10 percent of your portfolio to be in Disney or Nike or uh, sorry, not Under Armour, Disney, Nike or uh, McDonald's or Home Depot or one of these evergreen stocks that pretty much dominate their sector or their industry. And let's just say it got hot and doubled in one year. So you had 10% in it. Now you have 20% in it and you want to keep it in your portfolio, but you want to rebalance. So you would simply say, I only wanted 10% of my portfolio to be in the stock uh, for the duration. So I'm going to simply rebalance the gains um, over to something else in my portfolio that maybe didn't do as well. It could be bonds. It could be um, overseas uh, mutual funds. It can be um, 
trying to think of something that hasn't done well. Uh, maybe bank stocks haven't done as well as some of the tech stocks, but you're simply rebalancing. And that way it allows you to keep your risk exposure to that company within reason and within range of your long term goals of building wealth and or retirement. And so that is how um, those are your three uh, selling options. Uh, you know, you, you've done well. If you followed me on the buy low equation, more than likely you've made a ton of money. That's not a recommendation to, to go back and listen to that podcast and implement those steps. Just saying if you bought around the time that we uh, aired the buy low equation last year, you are probably up 50 to 100 percent. When do you get off of this train? There are three options to look at the house money option where we sell down to our cost basis. There is a seatbelt option where you put a trailing stop limit order on your investment. And then there is the sensible rebalance where you simply determine, is this investment something that I want in my portfolio long term? And if so, what is the percentage? 5, 10, 15, 20 percent. And if the value of, of my position is higher than that limit, Let's say you want it 10 percent in, but it's at 20 percent. Simply rebalance or sell down to 10 percent and put the gains in other parts of your portfolio that may not have performed as well. And that is how you implement the sell high equation. And remember, the only reason we're doing this, it's not to prevent losses. We are not worried about losses. Losses are a part of investing. It's the yin and yang of investing. We are doing this to take advantage of when the lower prices arrive so that we can replenish our portfolio at some great prices. You make a fortune in the market by buying good investments at low prices. You do not make money buying good investments at high prices. The only way to have money to buy at low prices is that you begin to take gains at junctures like this in the stock market. This is never meant to be construed as investment advice. If you have any questions about what is said on this podcast, please reach out to me. You can reach me at Wilson Wealth on most social media platforms. There's also WilsonWealth.com and you can also email me directly. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to check out some of our other content. We are loading up the website with more podcasts, um, a new feature called Wilson Wealth 101 will be debuting this week. Uh, it's more of a how-to type feature. We've got our Wilson Wealth show and we've got our stock of the week, which is, again, not meant to be construed, just to give you more information on a particular stock that we deem interesting. Um, thank you for listening. My name is Maurice Wilson. Have a great week and a great year. It is a pleasure to have you join us for this episode of The Wealth Equation. Be sure to visit WilsonWealth.com for more information about building wealth. We look forward to helping you next time on The Wealth Equation.